And um, you may or may not be aware, but uh, Rebecca and I came here from uh, Portland, Oregon, and uh, we are a church plant from there, uh, from a church that started Ministers Fellowship International that uh, has a network of churches across the U.S. and in many other countries. And um, our church that had been called City Bible Church is recently rebranded, renamed uh, Manor House uh, Church. And uh, so uh, you can look at, look into that. There's videos and explanation at the website manorhouse.church. Um, but we have a, a great uh, pleasure today to have uh, a guest with us. The book that you have uh, in your hands, unscripted, is written by one of our prayer pastors uh, out in Portland, uh, who formerly uh, my dentist and my dear friend, uh, Dr. <laughs> Mark Jones. Um, and we have with us one of the prayer pastors from Portland, Robert Alvarado. Will you please welcome him as he comes? <laughs> So one of the things that we do when we gather here is something we call His Story, Her Story, which is actually something we brought with us from Portland, um, and we give different people a chance to share part of their story with us. You may have noticed that we didn't have anybody share this morning, because this morning we're going to actually, I'm going to ask Robert a couple questions about his story, and that's going to be uh, an essential part of the message, and he's been kind enough uh, to give us a little bit of time and energy uh, for that purpose. And if you would like, uh, if you feel like you're ready to share part of your story with the church and uh, want to be on the schedule for uh, what's normally a, a three-minute window, feel free to uh, let me know. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Robert, uh, to start us off, will you please uh, tell us a little bit about your healing story? Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, you guys have amazing pastors. I've got to spend uh, the uh, the weekend with them, uh, and uh, it's uh, it's been a, it's been a real honor. I've been uh, planning this, uh, or God, actually, God put it in my heart. Uh, almost, it'll be a year in, in in November about coming here. So He's the one that's opened all the doors and and made it all happen. And so I've been praying for you guys since then, uh, and uh, and for this trip. And so I just really believe that it, that it's that it was Him that set it all up. Um, but uh, I just uh, yeah, I, I just want to honor uh, Him and 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 uh, thank Him for uh, allowing me to to step in His platform. You're His sheep, and He's very careful about who He puts up here. You know, make sure that. Nobody gives you anything, any any wrong feeding, you know, and uh, you know, who knows what this cra- crazy Mexican is going to give you, you know. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, uh, I've been I've been a believer now for about thirty seven years, um, and uh, and just was radically saved by by the Lord uh, and uh, completely transformed. I mean, from from one second to the next, I was a different person, and everybody knew. Everybody could tell, uh, and so for for the next twenty uh, some years, I, I you know we were my wife and I were youth pastors. We taught children's ministry. We did. Uh, uh, I was an elder at one of the churches, and and uh, and so and it was good. And 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 I had my life was was good and bad and good and bad. Everybody had that in their lives, you know. Where and. Uh, Five years ago, something happened to me that really that really changed my life. I, I went into this 
depression, anxiety uh, uh, bout that I had never been, I've never been in such a dark place before. And uh, I mean, you know, 27 years ago, I lost a son because my daughter is a twin, and that was a very dark moment. But this was completely different. I mean, uh, it started with a little bit of anxiety. Uh, then it went to, to where I wasn't able to sleep uh, very, very good. Uh, went, I mean, I would go three days without sleep. Anybody here ever had a long bout without? And, and so, and you know how hard that is. And, uh, and, then, um, and then fear kicked in. Anybody here have fear? I was afraid of everything. And I'm, and I'm not kidding you when I say that. I mean, I empathize with people that are, that are going through this because I was afraid to eat because the enemy would tell me that everything I ate was going to give me cancer or make me sick or whatever. You know, I was afraid to, I, I'm in sales, so every time the phone would ring, I'd freak out, you know, and, and stuff. And, and, and it was, uh, as soon as I would, I, I, I get off of work, I go home, I didn't want to go anywhere. I couldn't watch TV. Uh, because that would that would kick in my fears, and so it was. I'd go just go downstairs in my room. My wife would want to get me out and stuff, and uh, you know, or or let's plan the year, you know. And to me, it was too much, you know. And uh, so my my poor wife, she she didn't know she didn't know what to do. Uh, she she uh, she tried everything that she could, and uh, had a lot of people praying for me and stuff. And it was very very. Um, I, like I was telling Ben the other day, I, I would wake up in the morning and I would have no hope. I would go through the day and I would have no hope. At the end of the day, you know, usually, hey, it's, you know, we get to go home. I would have. It was like I didn't have any hope at all, and uh, and I've never ever been in such a dark, dark place before. And so I went to my wife made an appointment with my chiropractor, which I have a uh, I have a Jewish chiropractor that when I was telling him kind of how I was feeling, he told me it's not it's not physical, it's spiritual, you know. So I made an appointment with one of our pastors, uh, Mark Daniels, and, uh, and I went and I poured out uh, my, my, uh, my heart to him. And, and I'm telling you, that day when I went was one of the hardest days that I've ever had. I hadn't slept in a, in a couple of days. I woke up that day and, got, and, and the enemy told me, today you die. Today you're dying. And so all day long I would have this all the symptoms of having a heart attack. And, uh, and so I had to convince my wife to go with me uh, because you have to get on the freeway, cross over the bridge, and it's, there's a lot of traffic and stuff. And so she didn't want to go, but anyway, uh, I didn't want to tell her, I'm going to die, I'm going to have a heart attack, you know, you need to be there to save me. And uh, because she already thought I was going crazy, you know. And uh, I thought if I tell her too much, she's going to put me in a, in a loony house or something, you know. So... She went, I talked to Mark Daniels, I poured my heart, I told him everything that I was going through. He looked at me, he prayed for me, and then he reached out and he gave me that book that you guys have unscripted. Uh, and, and he says, do this. Uh, and text me, in the, text me in the morning, every morning, he said. And I'm like, okay. Um... What is this? He's like, well, it's it's, it's kind of like a devotional, you know. And I'm like, I just I just told you that I think I'm going crazy, and you give me a book. <laughs> so anyway, I went outside. My wife was waiting, and so my wife's like, "What happened? What did he say?" And I said, "Well, he prayed for me, and he gave me a book." <laughs> what? 
did you tell him how serious this was? And I'm like, yes, I did. You know, and I, I don't know, you know. And so anyway, we went home uh, and I started reading the book. And right off the bat, Mark Jones uh, uh, starts off with his testimony and his story is almost identical to mine. So right away, I was like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's been through this before. And then, uh, and then he goes through on, on how, to, uh, how to meet with God in a different way than... I had had devotions for, since I was a, a new believer, but it was more of a duty. And I don't know if you guys understand that, but it was like, okay, I'm a Christian, so that means I got to pray. So I would pray. I'm a Christian. That means I, I, I should read the Bible, you know. So, so then I, I, would, I, would read the, I would read a little bit of the Bible, you know. And at one point I thought, well, I'll read a chapter a day, you know, until I got to Psalms 119. And, and then I'm like, oh, I got really mad, you know, because it was 119. And so anyway. And so, and so you, you understand what I'm saying? It was, it was more of a duty thing, you know, kind of to tap myself on the shoulder, kind of to do a check mark like I, like I'm a good Christian, you know. And so, but it was never to meet with him to get to know him. And that's what changed when I started doing this. That all of a sudden, I'm getting to know who he is. He's showing me exactly how he feels about me. And he's changing me from the inside out. For the longest time, I was trying to change myself. And, it's, and, and I couldn't. And it was frustrating. And I would have victory over certain things I was struggling with, and then I'd fall. Condemnation, all this, you know. And then I'd come back up, you know, and I'd fall again. It can't, you know, and it was just this roller coaster. And I, you know, that I never really could get any real victory from or real peace from until I started doing this. And it completely changed my life. In, in these last five years, I have had more peace than I've ever had before. I have heard God more clearly than I've ever heard him before. I have felt his presence, and, and he's used me more in these last five years than he ever has before in a very personal way. And, uh, and so, uh, but I'll tell you what happened that night. I couldn't sleep. I, I thought, I, you know, I read the first half of the book, which is, which is the, the part that explains what to do in the mornings. And then the second part is just a devotional that you can use to, to kind of walk through for the next 40 days. We call it a 40-day worship challenge. And, uh, and so that night, I, I, was, I, I tried to go to sleep and I couldn't. So finally around 1 o'clock in the morning, 12.30, I got up and I said, okay, well, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to do this. And I was anxious and I was afraid and my mind was going a million miles a minute, and so uh, one of the things that that uh, that he says is that we need to be still before the Lord. Well, have you guys ever tried being still before the Lord? It's ins- I mean, if your mind was like mine, I mean, it's like I could not stop the thoughts, 
And so I'd get up and I'd listen to some worship music, which was another part of it. I'd read a little bit on the Bible, which is another part of it. And so I stumbled through the night just kind of, you know, uh, doing some of the things that he was saying. And finally, six o'clock came around. And so I got dressed and went to work. And I was still depressed and I was still fearful and I was still had no hope. I mean, I, I, nothing changed. And, uh, and, and this was, uh, this was like uh, December the 1st and, uh, uh, of 2013. And so anyway, I, I was going to work. I was seeing all the Christmas lights and stuff, you know. And so I love Christmas, you know. But it, it's like it brought me no joy to see all the lights and stuff. It almost depressed me more. And I remember getting to work and, uh, and turning on my computer. And when I turned my computer on, as soon as I pushed that button, I felt... His peace, I mean, literally felt his peace come down on my head and just completely go through my whole, I could feel it as it was going through my whole body. And then all of a sudden, all the fear was gone. All of it. All my anxiety was gone. I mean, I, everything, it was like, I, I wrote in my journal that day because it was day one for me, right, of doing this 40-day worship challenge. I almost felt normal again. And so, and just, I couldn't eat. Remember I told you? Man, I went to the cafeteria, I loaded up my plate, and I, because I, you know, I had already lost like 15 pounds because I wasn't, I had to force myself to eat, you know. I, I, I was afraid to talk to people on the phone. Man, I'm picking up the phone. I'm, I, I'm, I called my wife, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, you know. But I, there, I, I don't feel any fear. I don't feel any anxiety. I don't, nothing, you know. It's like all gone. And it was the, the most amazing. And then I went home and, and, and so we had dinner and then I'm washing the dishes. And as I'm washing the dishes, my wife went down to do something. I'm washing dishes and all of a sudden I just feel his love come over me. And I'm just crying and crying and crying, you know, and all of a, and then it would pass and then I keep going, I keep washing dishes and then another wave would come, you know, and then <clears throat> my wife comes up, are you crying? And I'm like, yeah, I just don't know what's going on, you know, and she's like, well, God's dealing with you, silly, get out, stop washing the dishes, let's go. <laughs> come over to the, to the living room. And so anyway, that night, uh, we prayed together and stuff and I thought, man, I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. Well, you know, I didn't. And the next morning, the fear was back. And the anxiety was back. And the hopelessness was back. But God had given me like 12 hours of this peace to kind of give me something to hold on to. And I, you know, and my wife's like, well, why didn't he just heal you and just leave you healed, you know? And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't understand. I just, I just, you know, like I was telling Ben yesterday, I think God wanted me to fight, God wanted me to fight through this. He wanted to teach me how to do this so that I could teach others how to do this. And so every day I kept meeting with God and every day I kept texting Mark, both Marks, Mark and Mark. Uh, and so, uh, and, and every day I started getting better. And even the bad days were not as bad. And so within, it took about seven or eight months for my, for my anxiety and for my fear to completely go away. Uh, and, and so that I could have complete victory. But after it was gone, it's never been back. God took it all away. 
And he showed me how to do it. And now I walk people through this. Excellent. Good. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Pretty dramatic to go from being afraid to eat, being afraid to go out, being afraid to be with friends and family, um, being unable to sleep. You had you had multiple sections of being able to unable to sleep for three days at a time, right? Um, and to get a hold of this practice of being in the Lord's presence and to experience supernatural peace for 12 hours and then a journey of several months of growing spiritually in this practice and coming to a place of victory. no longer yeah, having real that, victory. No longer lasting victory that. yeah yeah and and some of you've heard me tell my own story and I I had a life dominated by depression and anxiety and had come to a place of feeling like every day things were going to go wrong and it's not like that anymore. I have complete freedom now and a completely different person. My life is completely different now. And we believe uh, that that is possible. So, uh, Robert, why don't you explain for us a little bit how this um, unscripted prayer method or the 40-day worship challenge works. Okay. So I've used this, guys, just, just so you know, maybe you guys aren't afraid or, or, or anxious or anything Maybe it's something else that's going on in your life, you know. But we we've uh, we've used this with anybody that comes to me with any kind of problem. I'm having problems with my marriage. I give them the book. Uh, there, there's a guy that was starting a business that that the business was literally driving him crazy because if anybody here owns a business, you know the stress and the load and the, that they carry and stuff. And I I I I, I pointed him to because I'm like I tell everybody. I, I can't change your life, but I'm just a sign that is pointing you to him. If you meet with him, he will take care of everything. I promise you that. I, I'm not going to tell you how long it's going to take because it's different for everybody, but all I'm telling you is that if you meet with him, if you make time, he will change you. And so these these people with, with a business, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, they, uh, cause one of the first things you gotta do is surrender. I mean, you guys have a hard time surrendering, you know. It's one of the hardest things because we wanna be in control. To surrender is scary, you know. And God literally is saying, okay guys, let me drive now. And we gotta put ourselves on the passenger seat and we gotta let him drive, you know. And it's scary because he's gonna take you places that you wouldn't normally go. But you know what? He's gonna take care of you all the way. And so, uh, these, uh, and I have, I, I, I could, you know, I, I'm so full right now. I just, I have to be careful because we don't have that much time. But anyway, I, um, I could tell you testimonies of, of people that, that God has completely transformed. And, uh, and so, but let's go through this because that way we can, because uh, we don't have a lot of time. And so, um, what we're asking you to do, and so this this 40-day worship challenge, we're we're kind of launching it today in in this church, and asking every single one of you guys to do it. And you know, I've learned one thing in these last five years that uh, that people can look really good on the outside, but they're struggling. 
I mean, there's people that have come to our class and I'm like, what are they doing here? You know, they look put together, they look, everything looks like it's in order and everything. And once we, we dive into their lives, they're a mess. And they really need it, you know, and it's all been a facade. And you know what? If you're wearing a mask, if you're pretending to be somebody you're not, this is going to change you. This is going to bring you to who you really are. So you don't have to hide, you don't have to pretend, you don't have to, you know. But all we're asking uh, for you to do is to, is to make time. We call it the first 15 now. So we're asking you to make at least 15 minutes, you know. And, and, and guys, I don't want you to, you know, we have to be very careful here because we don't want, the enemy will take advantage of everything. You know that the, one of the dangers of the enemy uh, is that he doesn't come to you as Satan. Have you guys noticed that? He comes to you as a thought. He comes to you as a doubt. He comes to you uh, from your past and so, and convinces you of something else. And so, when, when you meet with God and stuff, and one day you may not set the alarm. You may get up and yet you may have to rush and the enemy's gonna condemn you. Oh, you missed it. You know what? I, I wanna free you guys from all this, okay? And, and I want you to be consistent. I want you to set a time and set a place and have a plan, which is what, what, uh, you know, it, be intentional about it. Uh, because that's very important. Don't just say I'm gonna do it, you know, but say, you know what? When I get up in the morning, I am gonna, I'm gonna go to my favorite chair. I'm gonna have my music with me. I'm gonna have my Bible with me, you know. Set a time, set a place, set a plan. Uh, to, for you to always do it. You know, when I'm on vacation, and my wife knows it, as soon as I get to the hotel or wherever I'm staying, I look around. Okay, where am I gonna meet with God tomorrow? And so right away, as soon as we get through the car, she's like, did you, did you find it? I'm like, I found my perfect spot. Because I will not miss a day. You know, and, uh, of meeting with God because it's that, it's, it's that important to me. It's more important to me than breathing, you know. If somebody tells me not to meet with God, they might as well say, stop breathing. Okay, because it's, it was something to me that was, and, and it is a challenge, guys, to do it. You know, now, unless you were desperate like I was. I mean, when they call it a 48-day worship challenge, to me, I, I was drowning. And when Mark gave me the book, it's like he threw me a lifeline. And, 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 and so for me, it wasn't a challenge. It, it was what saved my life to me because I literally felt like I was going crazy. Now, the, the enemy will attack this. This is the number one activity that the enemy will attack more than anything else. Guys... He will let you, the enemy will let you come to church as long as you're not really getting serious with God. But when you start getting serious, when you start meeting with him in the morning, he is going to come after you. And that's why I, you know, we, we do it as a group. When we do, when we launch it in, at, at church, unless I'm dealing with individuals, we, uh, when we have our small groups, we launch it as a group so that we can have a certain Synergy about it. A certain uh, 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 we're we're. Uh, um, I, I always tell people that that uh, our connection to God and our connection to each other is how we have victory. That's how God created us to to do church and to do life and to to be victorious. And so, being in in in, in connection with with others while you're doing it and encouraging each other uh, while you're doing it is really really important. Yeah. Okay. And so that connection. Is, uh, is really neat.
So helpful. So we make a time, make a place, a plan to spend the first 15 minutes with right. God. What do we do in those first 15 minutes? And so basically, guys, what you're doing, uh, if you guys have a busy life like, like you know, most of us do, uh, it's, you, you, don't, you don't give, God isn't allowed any time to even speak into our lives because we're so busy. And so what we're doing in the morning is, is we're basically putting everything aside and allowing Him room to work in us. Okay, one of my favorite things, guys, to do in the morning is to be still. Now, I, I, I'm crazy. I get up super early. I, I'm just a morning person, you know. And so that's one of the first things that I do is when I wake up in the morning, because Mark told me, when you get up in the morning, just tell God, good morning, God, I'm here to meet with you. And I know you're here to meet with me. And so I still say that every morning, you know, because guys, you know that, that when you wake up in the morning, he's waiting for you. He's right there waiting for you. And when God is there, he always has his hands full. He not only knows about your day, he's, he knows what's around the bend. You have no idea what's, what's in store for that day, but he knows. And he's got everything you need right there. And so when I'm still before the Lord and I close my eyes and actually throw a blanket completely over me, and you know, I'm, I'm like a cocoon, and I just picture this, this, um, this cascade of, uh, 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 of, of his blessings, of everything that I need for the day, just being like I'm being showered by him. He does his best work when we're still before him. Guys, this is what transformed me, is that I don't have to do, I don't have to do it anymore. He's doing it. He's doing it in me. All I have to do is just be still. I don't have to pretend to be anybody that, I, that I'm not. And I don't have to, this is the only time during the day that I uh, don't have to uh, try and please and pretend that I'm, that I'm somebody that I'm not and just be myself. He accepts you just like you are. He accepts you just like you are. And so this time, you know, and so you have to kind of... And, we call it, or Mark called it unscripted because there is no pattern. You do it however you want to do it. Everybody. You do it however you want to do it. It's unscripted. There's no plan, you know. I'm not going to give you the three steps. Okay, you guys do this, this, and this. No. You do it however you want to do it. You change it up, and I suggest you change it up, that you do different things and, and uh, every morning. Uh, I, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, he, there's suggestions in, in that book on, on how to do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, as far, as far as the, the, the Bible reading, uh, uh, you can, you know, you can start a book and finish it. You can read some. I mean, there was a couple of years ago, I, I read Romans 8 for four months every morning. That's all I did. And God would keep speaking to me. And as long as he kept speaking to me, I kept reading it, you know. Uh, I did that with, with the Beatitudes, you know, in Mark 6, uh, 4, 4, 5, 6, uh, Matthew, I mean. And, uh, and so, but however it is that you do it, it doesn't really matter, okay. This is what I want, I want you to take from this. 
Know why you're doing it. Okay? How doesn't matter. It's the why that matters. Okay? You're meeting with him because you want him to transform you. You want him to change you. You want him to do something to set you free. Okay? And so, however you do it doesn't matter as long as you're meeting with him. And if, and if you're not a morning person, at least give him a minute or two in the morning. You know? But my daughter is like a night owl. And so my daughter has her devotions at night uh, before she goes to bed. And that it works for her, you know. But every day when we start in the morning, you know, if you're a night person, at least give him a couple of minutes in the morning, you know, so that he can set you off straight. Now, uh, one more thing is that, and this is across the board, guys, what we've learned and what we've seen, the results that we've seen in people that that, that we asked to do this. Uh, number one, every time they meet with God, their day is better. Number two, their mind is more clear. They're able to think and make choices better. And number three, they're able to resist temptation uh, more than they ever have before. And those are the three results that people tell us over and over and over again when they do this. Yeah. I think one of the great lessons... Uh, from the book and from Robert's life is that when you carve out time to be with God, it should be relationship time. That's right. And relationships are alive because people are alive. And what can happen if you've, like in Robert's story, you walked with God for a while, you can develop patterns that are helpful, that are useful uh, praying the Lord's Prayer, you know, which I do, or our Bible reading plan, which we have um, available online every day. But what can happen is you can realize in a season of life that you're really just stress praying, just taking the request to God and focusing on the request of what you want to see change or what you need and, and things of that nature, uh, or just powering through the Bible reading and the writing disciplines. And the disciplines are helpful until you get to a point where you're spiritually dry and you're not having relationship time. And because life and our human nature will cause us to drift towards complexity and to drift towards a focus on external behaviors, it actually takes discipline to come to the warm, gooey center of a relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. that is personal. That is carving out time. And that's why the, the unscripted title or the 40-day worship challenge, it's, listen, it's not about what the activity that you do in that moment, rotate it to keep it fresh. It's about making yourself available that God can speak to you. As Robert uh, expressed so articulately, that you can be yourself. You don't need to be anyone else. You're not... You're not the parent in that moment or the child. You're not the employee or the employer in that moment. Uh, it's a time to just be with God who already knows you better than anyone else. And to allow God to speak. And that's, that's why we've also you know, given you the Bible study today with all the different references of how God speaks. Because we see in that that God speaks in a wide variety of ways. And sometimes to the same person in a different way in a different season. And so, but making a priority that with, as Robert just said, the best part of your day, meaning a moment of the day when you have your best energy, when you have the best of your faculties to push out distraction, 
to peel off layers. And, you know, for me, like I have to keep a to-do list and things. I could get stuff out on paper and then push it aside. I'm no longer thinking about that as a mechanism to stop worry, to stop focus on other things, to stop uh, unhealthy prioritizing this natural life. But to set those things aside to have that unscripted uh, time with the Lord. So, Robert, in our closing minutes here, uh, what suggestions would you have for us as we uh, take this on? Yeah, so like I said, um, find partners, okay, to do this with. Uh, more important, have a journal. God's going to speak to you. Start writing things down because you're going to begin to see a pattern. You know, I go back to my journals uh, uh, um, regularly just to see where God has brought me from and where he's taking me. Uh, live in the moment. Uh, one of the classes that, that we teach uh, is, because uh, before I used to live in the past, always always uh, resenting, you know, my past, or afraid of the future. And so, but I was never living in the moment. The past is gone. The future is not here. We're only, we're, the only power that we have is in the moment, right now. And so, uh, so when you're, when you're, when you get up in the morning, be there. Focus on being there. When you're at work, be at work. When you're at the gym, be at the gym. When you're with your wife, be with, or with your husband, be with them. Be in the moment. And th- this is one of the things that has, it got, uh, I've, I've found to, to uh, the ability to discipline myself to live in the moment by, by, by doing this. It's so, so, uh, so, so critical. And in the morning, just let them love you. Let them love you. Because that's what he wants to do. He's completely crazy about you guys. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. And it doesn't, he doesn't love you more than when, you, when you're good or when you're bad. He loves you as much as he's going to love you right now. And he wants to show you a revelation of that love. And so uh, I think you put the, the uh, first 15 a.m. Uh, on, the, yeah. on, the on the Facebook or? Right, and the Instagram. Uh-huh. On the Website. Instagram, yeah. And so go to that. Because in, in, that, uh, uh, in that webpage, there's actually a uh, Mark uh, Jones who wrote the book. He, uh, he recorded uh, the Right Wrong Thinking class or the, uh, it's now called the Experiencing God's Love. But there's eight sessions there that can also help you uh, in, in, uh, in, in, in how to do this, you know, because that, that whole class is, is a really amazing. Uh, I've taught that class for four years as well. But and that's the first15am.org, first15am.org. We, we posted that on our social media. Why don't you close us with that Isaiah uh, reference that you have right there, and then we'll open for uh, question and answers and close in prayer. Okay. Isaiah thirty fifteen says, In quietness and strength, in quietness uh, and strength, uh, did I write it right? Hold on. I think I wrote it somewhere. Okay, in quietness and confidence is your strength. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, that um, 
You haven't called us, Lord God, to make anything happen, Lord. You're the one, Lord God, that's making everything happen. We're just a part of the happening, Lord God. And just realizing that, Lord God, I pray that truth would just sink into everybody's hearts right now, Lord. That they don't have to make anything happen, Lord. That they're just a part of the happening, Lord. That all that you're the one, Lord God, that's creating the change. That you're the one that's making things happen, Lord. And all they have to do, Lord God, is meet with you and, uh, and allow you, Lord God, to come. Our minds, Lord God, were not created. You didn't create our minds, Lord, to figure out the future. We've all tried it and we've all gone crazy because of it, Lord God. But our minds were created, Lord God, to, to meet with you, Lord, to hear your voice and to obey, Father. And, and I pray right now, Lord God, as we launch this in this church, Father, that that's what would happen, Lord God, that you would begin, Lord God, to change and transform, Lord God, each one of these people, Lord God, uh, into the into the people that you created, Lord. Father, one thing that I always wish, Lord, is that you could open our eyes into the spiritual realm, Father, so that we could see, Lord God, what is happening there, Lord, how you're in charge, Lord, how light dominates, Lord, over the darkness, Father, and how, Lord God, every time we pray, Lord, how the enemies tremble, Lord. It would transform, Lord God, how we do life, Father. But Lord, we know this by faith, Lord God, that that is, that's what's happening, Lord God, every time we meet with you, Lord. I pray a blessing, Lord God, on this church, Lord God, and a covering, Lord God, over them, Father, as they begin, Lord God, this um, 40-day worship challenge, Lord God, this journey, Lord. I know, Lord, that if they're consistent, Lord God, if they're persistent, Lord, if they do this on purpose, Father, and they make time for you, Lord, their life's going to change, Lord. And Christianity, Lord God, is going to become an adventure, Lord God, for them. And I just thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Robert. I'm looking forward to hearing stories of what it, the results will be and take on an opportunity to spend 15 minutes with God every day. Uh, before we leave, I thought I'd just kind of open it up uh, for questions. Does anyone have have a question on this topic? Erica? Do you have any tricks for shutting your mind up? That's my problem. You want to, I literally say shut up. And yeah, so, I leave the focus. So, so practice is going to be... The, for the recording, we'll just repeat. So okay. Erica's asking about quieting your mind in that moment. Okay, so how to quiet your mind. And you know what? It's practice is, is, is going to be the key, consistency. But uh, I, I, I listen to worship music and focus on the words. And that's how I started little by little to, to bring it. And now, I mean, if I, if, guys, if, if, I don't, if I have a day off, I will spend 45 minutes just being still before the Lord now. And it's the most amazing time for me. I mean, that's, that's, and so, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop it for a second before. I'm telling you, it, 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 it'll get better. It'll get better. Yeah, listening to worship music, focusing on the words, that's great. Any recommendations for how to do this with small children around, especially up How do you do this with kids? Okay. So I, my kids are grown up, you know. So when I started this, I, I, don't, I don't have little kids around me, you know. But, but I know, uh, I know, I, I know parents that do, you know, and stuff. And so. Uh, and it is a challenge, you know. Uh, I I always say try and wake up before the kids, but sometimes the kids wake up before you, 
and, and stuff. And so, um, but I include them in it, okay? Uh, make it a part of, of them, especially, I mean, that, that, that little one is, is really little, but, uh, but include them in it because they're, they're going to benefit from it as well. Uh, and, and just really allow God, uh, it's amazing how when, when you allow God, God will arrest even, even the rowdiest kids, uh, and, and, and just get them at attention, uh, if you, if you do it, uh. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. And we have a YouTube playlist of worship songs that we sing. Uh, I find with my own kids that putting on a, a YouTube worship video, it helps that capturing. There's multiple things going on. And there's there's a new um, kids worship Hillsong album that's out, new new arrangements of songs that is you know you got some peppy upbeat fun stuff and and we I'm happy to email out we've got uh, 40 worship songs with a really good mix of high energy stuff uh, for young people that we've done for our youth ministry that we've put together. Uh, any other questions? Okay, let's thank Robert for coming and sharing with us this morning. Thank <laughs> you.